This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. And at the same time, so this is, a, this is like now uh, November, November of 99. Remember, I've given my life to Christ in September. Then I hear there's a gig that's being organized for, for, you know, for ushering in the new millennium. Mm-hmm. And these guys don't know me. And what are they going to say if they hear that there's a DJ who's a Christian, who's still in the clubs? Oh. So what I decided to do when I heard about the gig... I don't even know how I heard about it. I have no idea how. Because I'm not in the church circles. Mm-hmm. As much as I'm a believer, I'm so new in the faith. Some Sundays I'll go to church. Other Sundays I won't go to church. Mm-hmm. So in December, I hear about this gig that's being organized for ushering in the new year. And so I try to find out who, who's organized this, this gig. And I was told, you need to go to Nairobi Baptist. That's where the guys are. Uh, I've never been to Nairobi Baptist, you guys. Oh, Nairobi Baptist, not Nairobi Chapel. No, where you, are, you are going to Nairobi Chapel. I was going to Nairobi Chapel. So I'm told to go to Nairobi Baptist, so I'm going to meet the guys behind the gig. So I go to Nairobi Baptist, and uh, I'm like, hey, I hear that there's a gig that's being organized uh, on December 31st. Do you guys know who are the guys behind it? So I told like, you need to go see a lady called uh, uh, Sarah Oyungu. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Sarah, okay. I, I don't know who Sarah is. So I go meet Sarah, and Sarah is a Temi sister. Yes. So I go meet Sarah and uh, I introduce myself to Sarah. I'm like, hey, my name is DJ Mose. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a DJ. I'm a secular DJ, but I've recently given my life to Christ. And I'd like to DJ for you guys for your gig that I've heard that you have on December 31st this year. That lady is amazing. She didn't judge me. She was like, what a DJ? That would be so cool. There was no DJ before this. Dude. <laughs> Big Ted says he was a DJ. Yeah. <laughs> Ted big ups, man. <laughs> so, so I tell me, I don't know, because I was not in the church circles, bro. Yes, yeah. So she's like, man, a gospel DJ, how cool would that be? I tell me, welcome, uh, Sarah. Sarah. Sarah, welcome me with both arms, man. She's like, okay, let me talk to our boss, the guy who's behind this event, we'll tell him about you guys, but he's not around. When he's around, I'll let you know. So I, I don't even know how we arranged because we didn't have mobile phones at that time. Mm. But, you know, I went back for another meeting and now this time around, the guy who was the chairman of the committee was there, Pastor Charles, mm-hmm. who was a pastor at Nairobi Baptist and now he's the pastor at Mamlaka Hill Chapel. So Pastor Charles was the, chair, was the chairperson and Pastor Charles welcomed me and he was like, okay, there's another guy you need to meet. His name is Gowie. <laughs> I'm like, Gowie, okay, is he Nigerian? <laughs> so, I don't know who Gowie is. And so Goi checks in for the meeting. They're like, this Goi. So everyone is happy to see Goi. I'm like, okay, I guess it's a big deal. <laughs> so Goi used to work with Youth for Christ. And that's the organization that was behind this whole event. What? So Goi is like the second in command. Yes. So, uh, you know, for this, for this gig behind is next to his boss, mm-hmm. Don Osman. So when I had Goi, I'm like, oh, this guy's Nigerian. Then he, when, he, when he walked in, he was big. He was light. I'm like, this guy's not Kenyan. This guy's definitely now Nigerian. <laughs> And then I hear it's called Odera. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Peter Odera's brother, but yes. going even on his own is... Oh, man, he's legendary. He's legendary. He's legendary, man. Mm. So, Gowie and I hit it off immediately. We became boys just like and that. And Gowie, let me just say, he's 
something about his spirit is so inviting yes it's so you your guards automatically drop man. you know what i mean you meet him like this <laughs> yeah. then as he talking like you you're start finishing you're like ch- you've checked yeah, out <laughs> you're blowing him kisses and giving him hugs that's going for you man hold on mose this is when you're meeting goi this that's when i'm meeting goi like two months three months in the faith So do they say you can do it? So they say I can do it. So December 31st there's this gig at Nairobi University. It's called Nairobi 2000. This is a change of the millennium. Change of the millennium. Acquire the fire. Big deal man. You guys they had hoodies, you know, they were all printed nicely. A brand new sound system that was flown in from the US, a dust sound system. 80,000 people at Nairobi, at Nairobi University. Can you still a DJ at you're still also doing JKs <laughs> the same night. <laughs> I didn't do JKs that no, night. But what I mean is your equipment and you are <laughs> Oh my equipment is still the jigs. But now I carry my decks, you know, because I needed to DJ for this gig. Yeah. So man, they gave me the platform. How was it? It was. This was the first time you were ever playing First and foremost, it's the first time you are playing gospel music for for an audience. And it's also the first time that audience is experiencing a gospel DJ. DJ like a guy mixing music. Yeah. So that night, man, it was I had to learn a lot of gospel music and Christian needs to understand how this thing works. Cuz now Oscar had this music called Nitro Praise. I mean, Oscar was like He was my entry basically into the gospel music. And le- there's a question I haven't asked at this point. Kenyan gospel music. It was I Did you play anything? No. What was there to play, bro? LYF, man. <laughs> like, I didn't know LYF. Oh, you didn't. No. You you know. Me and you all this international I music know, that I have. I, I get there was it. no LYF CD <laughs> in that in that in that space. But LYF so, used to be played on radio. Had you started listening to gospel radio this time? Those family FM. So every now and then I listen to it then they play this music I'm like nah. I don't I don't relate. Uh that's crazy. That was very interesting. Now so so, so so from a local perspective you I mean there's nothing that is comparing to the Nas that you're listening to unless it's this gospel gangsters. No. And then from the gospel perspective there's nothing that's on this par. So for you what I'm also hearing you're about quality. Oh man bro I didn't I wasn't exposed to that stuff. Me my the only stuff I was exposed to was all this international gospel music. Mm-hmm. Locally, I didn't have any music of that. Oh, those sorry. There was a guy called Izo. Mm-hmm. He did a song called Broke Chains. Broke Chains to Broke near Saturday something like that. Yeah. And they used to be played on on radio and on on TV. I think ABC used to show have a show called Mizizi that many guys used to watch because it was about local artists. Mm. Probably those only CD that was there. I don't even know if I played it. You know, but so most of my ni- music was but that song was done well. Mm-hmm. That song Broke Chains was done well. Please remember locally now. Simple coins is akina kala mashaka sasa. Okay, I get. You get. I, get. I mean kala mashaka just done that album with Ted Josiah. Mm-hmm. You know, Kenyan first chapter Kenyan and, first and, and chapter. Kenyan second chapter, yeah. That's it. That's where kala mashaka came in, isn't it? Yeah. That's where we got introduced to kala mashaka. So, that time, you know, that's the local music I knew, mm-hmm. but gospel wise. And I can't maybe it was there. I just didn't have access to it. I get because now I'm hearing your background and I'm understanding that Oscar was your door. Oscar was my door. Oscar was And also you were new in this. I was How was that night? What did that night do for you? Oh bro, it was epic. First I was happy. I was around, I saw all these young people again who were in the faith and we clicked as a group 
there were, there were guys called kings something some dance group you know there were just young people fly chicks was like oh even chachas fly chicks <laughs> <laughs> why young oh man then those uh there's a group called G21 mhm hey G21 was a the so they just come back in the country so they're a Kenyan group but they used to put together by youth for Christ and what i figured was they had traveled to the US for this long tour and so they came back to Kenya for this particular gig they had to be here <laughs> so they were like the freshest coolest kids hey dude remember those adidas pants the ones that you used to rip apart like yeah. this hey, they were rocking those things i was like what and yeah and then they had a chick called Ndenya hey now let me tell you man Ndenya was like the billboard chick yeah <laughs> sorry Ndenya <laughs> Hey you guys man I'm sure every jama used to hear me and then you know so they were like man yeah this guy has just come back from the US from a tour they here you know but it was a big night for me yeah i got to dj and i got to play all these songs uh, for guys even though for many people the one it was new music but the appreciation was fantastic bro mm. now the next agenda for me was to pursue how to get onto radio As a secular DJ playing at JKZ I had all this new music and all these latest things I had tried getting shows with Capital with mm. all these guys they said no First it didn't help but most of my music had swearing mm. in it cast words <laughs> so it, w- it wasn't going to work for them So but I knew the importance of radio So I started doing now gospel music mixtapes So the mixtapes man with the kind of sound that I wanted young people to be able to relate with I again from the music of Oscar again from the music of Oscar and and because you've talked about Oscar mm-hmm. I'm not hearing you mentioning Olova you're still not joined Olova I've still not joined Olova okay okay continue the music this is still very this is like oh, yes, you're new you're, you're new. new yeah I was saying was you so entered mix, running yeah so uh when I did some mixtapes and I started taking them to radio stations now so Kiss had just started mm-hmm. so I went with the head of uh, programming for Kiss he was very friendly He did not dismiss me as a Christian. You know, he listened to the music because like I like the kind I like the sound of the music but as case we're not going to go down that road, you know. We don't want to be a religious station. Mm-hmm. We just want to play top hits. So I respected him for that. He gave me honest feedback. But Capital I took many mixtapes, man. And Family Affair I took many mixtapes, bana. Many mixtapes, man. Yo. And the door was basically just being slammed, slammed towards the right time. But anyway, I still have my gig at JKs and I still have my gigs as a secular DJ. So, for And now are you being called as a gospel DJ? No. Because pe- people didn't see that gospel DJ and they're like, "Yo, this is new." No. Nothing, eh? Nothing. Okay. So, uh, in March, I was still uh those a gig that was put together called Battle of the Choirs. So, all these church choirs had a music singing competition KCC. That's when I got my first phone call being invited to go and DJ <laughs> at a Christian gig. Do you remember who called you? Oh, anyway, someone it, from Family FM yeah. I think because there was the main media house behind oh, it. Oh, and again but, you had taken your showing yes. a DJ. But the gig was sponsored by Aquafresh. Mhm. And the lady in charge of marketing for Aquafresh is Anna Othoro. What? <laughs> I didn't know Anna from yeah. Adam. And Anna comes back into your story a couple of times oh, in the future. Anna, yeah. I, I cannot talk about my life and not talk about Anna. Yeah. <laughs> so, I was called to go and DJ for that gig. So I went for the first gig. The first gig was on March 25th, my birthday. <laughs> What year? This is 2000. Oh yes, now in 2000. Now in 2000, just a couple of months later. 
so I went to DJ for them. Uh, then I first made, I made my first Christian friends beyond my beyond Goi. And even Goi, we never used to hang out a lot at that time. Because mm. we finished the gig, then we all went our separate ways. My boys were still my boys. <laughs> you get? <laughs> so first, I got to make my first Christian friends. There were two ladies, CK and Barbara. They became my first Christian Christian friends. You know, um, until today, we're, yeah. still, we're still boys. Uh, then, at this Battle of the Choirs, so I did a couple of them. And the finals were in the month of May. And so in the month of May, after we did the finals, Slingerland calls me to his office. He's the owner of Family FM. Yes. So let me just, even before we enter that, mm -hmm. you are, this was now the first gig that you're being paid for. Yes. As a DJ. As a DJ. Of course, this is not new to you because in secular, hey, money ain't a thing. Ching, ching. Just like here, the money is less. Yeah, the money is less. I don't even think, actually, I don't think they pay me for my, my first one. I think probably for the finals. But I needed the opportunity to be. I was happy DJ. I had my money. Gigs. You had your money. Yeah. I feel that like my yeah, gigs yeah. happening. You get so. Uh, so Michael uh, and not. Let's just call him Slingerland because yes, that's still yes. his name. Leo. Leo. Yes. Leo Slingerland yes. calls me to his office, and um, I I don't know him much apart from seeing him during those gigs, and he would come and see what I'm doing. Uh, I never interacted with him. So he called me to his office and he was like, you know, um, so I hear you're a DJ. I'm like, yes, I'm a DJ. So he was like, okay, now uh, we want to get young people to listen to the station. Do you think you can get young people to start listening to the station? I was like, I don't know I'm a DJ, but maybe they might relate to this. So he was like, okay. Uh, he gave me a job immediately. Pop! Pop! He gave me a job immediately. He was like, listen, I want you to do um, our drive time show. Drive time. I have no experience with radio. None, 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 none. So I'd like you to do a drive time show. And um, so basically, um, what I want you to do is, I want you to come during the course of the week. So you see how we do radio here. And um, on a Friday night, uh, on a Saturday night, you're going to get an opportunity to go live on radio. Uh, we call it the graveyard shift. So basically from midnight to two o'clock in the mm -hmm. morning. Mm -hmm. So you hear how you sound. So I did that whole week. I went there and I hung out with a lady called Judy Ndwati. She used to do a show. She was very fantastic, Yanni. Judy, great people. So Judy gave me the ropes about what to do. She told me the ropes about what to do. And she also stayed at that time to help me understand how to run the console by myself. Now the craziest thing happened. After I did that graveyard shift, May 15th, 2000, I was asked on Monday morning, I was called and I was told, you start your drive time show this afternoon. <laughs> so, are you the one talking? This is, I'm the one talking, but I am nervous and shaking like, <laughs> uh, like a leaf and being blown around by the wind. So, hold on, you, you know, there's a, there's some DJs who just DJ without speaking. Yep. That wasn't you. That wasn't me. You were DJing and, and speaking. I was, let me first. So you became a presenter. Bro, I was, bad i was terrible i couldn't even listen to myself i was so nervous because you have headphones mm -hmm. i'm used to headphones as i'm djing because yes. you know, i'm listening to the next song mm. but now i'm listening to my voice yes 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 it's like i sound horrible i sound terrible man that graveyard show that i did was it, it was it was bad the mixes were good my links were terrible mm -hmm. but that Monday morning, the following Monday morning, your life. I was called and I was told <laughs> this afternoon, 
the drive time show 5 pm to 7 pm ni wewe ni wewe you're on and the show's called kubamba so why did you, oh that, how why kubamba kubamba means something catchy and the word had just come up at that time hii kitu inabamba hii kitu inabamba inabamba it was just a slang word yeah. that had just come up in our in, in our lingo at that time mm-hmm. as young people so kubamba started <laughs> hey what's up man this is dj mose and you're listening to kubamba on family fm 105.2 now it's classic <laughs> so so i started it man just like that i was alone you were alone i was alone me in fact was going my next question was going to be like who are you who's your co-host i was alone alone Yo. two hours it was crazy man what is the response the response was fantastic this had never the, the music you were playing had never played on gospel radio now bro let me tell you man uh-huh. here i am now with all this music r&b hip hop and some dancehall because papa san was out oh, now oh papa san his album victory so when i go to dj for guys this is like as kenyans we are guys into r&b man uh-huh. you know, yeah, r&b yeah. for me kenyans comes first And now out guys of are Eden. Li- yes, now guys are listening to Out of Eden they're just on the album no turning back. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So to have things creeping on me man. That's the problem about sitting outside by so good. So Out of Eden are out, you know, so now I'm mixing guys for Out of Eden. Mary Mary had released their song Shackles. We had a guy called BBJ who had just come out and he had just done an album called Universal Concussion. BBJ sounded like Biggie Smalls. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if you had not known that this is BBJ, mm-hmm. you'd have thought that this is B- Biggie Smalls in a different who's come back as a believer. That's crazy. And you had Tony? I had Tony. There was a lot of music now by that time. You know, Shackles was the biggest joint. Yeah, Shackles, Shackles was, was the big. biggest joint now. Yep. So, um so now guys start listening to this music. But then what I did not know was as popular as the show was becoming, and my music versatile versatility was growing it was becoming more and more um i was called at the end of june actually i was not even called at the end of june i went to i went to work and i was told i was given a letter by the by the receptionist she gave me the letter and as i was going to do my show because now i checked into the station at at 3 because my show was starting at 5 two mm. hours to prep so when i got there at 3 o'clock um NSSF building 24th floor got the letter so it's the end of the month paycheck is coming through it's fantastic uh so basically it was a letter of termination okay <laughs> because you are going against you are introducing two new style of a music you are here to dj can't even i can't even explain what had happened no one talked to you no nothing no one talked to me i was told i was just told we won't be requiring your services any longer Peace. Here's your last paycheck. I'll catch you later, man. I paid cash. <laughs> <laughs> it was so that was a low moment, man. What did, what did that do for you? I mean, it was it was a big blow. Did you ask them why? Or they didn't I even... to find out why. Uh-huh. Can I ask why? I I don't know how true this is. I was told maybe it's because the music that I play was not what they were selling at TuneIn and most of the guys would go and be like most of the guys would go to TuneIn and be like, "Do you have this Do you have this album or this artist and be like no but most played it yesterday but most played it most uh-huh. played it so and tunein played music that family fm sold music that family fm played tunein was old owned by family fm it was one media house so i yeah. i don't know how true it is you know but 
uh, to be honest, it was it was it was a low moment. Because in terms of popularity of the show, the show was very popular. By the time even people from that show were going to tune in, and it's young guys, you had you had done what they had asked you to do, get the young demographic to start listening. To start listening. It was very, it was very interesting, man. So anyway, so that June, I lost the job, and uh, is Jake still happening? Jake is still happening, man. <laughs> <I guess> I- <laughs> so the funny, the, the biggest conflict now was, uh, I remember now that so this is June. In the month of June again, June conflict, 2000. June 2000. So I had a conflict, you know. So most you're doing these gospel shows, and then you're going to Dundisha in the secular. You're going to do secular gigs. So you go to a place first, and I got a good compromise. I was like, okay, if I get a gig to go do in the secular space, I'll go with Adrian. Mm-hmm. So Adrian, you play for them secular <laughs> music, and I'll play my gospel music. Uh-huh. So we did that a couple of times. So now this way you and Adrian, the friendship solidified. I mean, we are, we are boys. Yeah. And the other thing is, Adrian used to do t-shirts. I used to buy many t-shirts from Adrian. He used what to do these really nice t-shirts, like with Kenyatta, uh-huh. Dedan Kimathi. I have a couple of photos of that, you know, some really nice t-shirts. He's selling for seven reds, but now those days, I was a faithful client, man. <laughs> <laughs> Faithful. Uh, so, um, so go to a place where Adrian, you do the secular gig, you do the secular jams, and then I'll mix the gospel music. The gig is mine anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, so, but Adrian and I uh, already got, got into a, into a good agreement. Yeah. And the sound was mine. So in July, I remember. And what kind of gigs are these? Weddings, whatever it may be. Normally, there were like gigs for campus students, corporate gigs for campus students. You know, these were like Elders Night, mm-hmm. and Elders Nights were really dope. Okay. You know, so like this one particular one that I won't forget, it was in July. So I've lost my gig with family. So now we enter into the month of July and I think it was like the first Friday of July. We had, a, had an elders night and um, it was an Isaac gig. Mm-hmm. So Isaac gave me a gig at the Hilton Hotel. Mm-hmm. And it was very clear. God just saying, you don't have to do this anymore. I'll take care of you. That was the last night I played or touched secular. I think I went with Adrian for that gig and I think I told him I'm done. So God, while you are in anyway, I'm not saying while you're doing whatever you while you're doing whatever you're doing, yeah. you just hear this thing, you you hear just, God's voice it was just, just, it was just an impression of it was sorts. Just an impression. Yeah. Because I won't say it was audible, yes. but it was very clear to me. Very clear. I've got you. I've got your back. I'll take in fact the word it was I'll take care of you. Now it was gospel 100%. Okay, so what does that mean from the from the JK's perspective? Oh man, financially man. It was No, no, what, what what did it mean? Did you So I stopped. Went, you so handed over the contract. That, you did what Ken did. That was done. I don't even know what happened after, you know. I So no, when you say you stopped, you called them and said I'm not coming anymore. The gig is this is done. Yo, so I took out my sound system. Took my decks. All my music, all of it, all those albums, original albums. Uh-huh. I took the whole case logic, the huge casing it was. I took it to J. Rollins, like, here, you have it. Maybe something like 400 albums, bro. What? I took the whole, I was like, I've been told, man, I'll take care of you. That whole original CDs, Akina Sam Salta, all those guys, <laughs> hey, man. I remember that guy. <laughs> Joe, Joe, <laughs> and you remember, man, during my wedding, I used Joe's lyrics to my wife. 
I was like, because all that I am is a man in love with you. <laughs> okay, Moses, I need to I need to ask about the faith in this thing because mm-hmm. what I'm hearing you is you've had God's voice, but then you've walked in obedience. Those not like I didn't even think twice. I mean, dude, you're not even a year in salvation. Nope. And guys have not appreciated what I'm doing much in the gospel circles. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. And it was very clear. And God you've just saying. been fired in June. Any? I'm telling you, it's a week after. <laughs> oh, a week after. Oh my God. Forget even June. It's, it's a, a week, week after because I think it was the first week of July. That Friday. Wow, wow, wow. And wow, God wow. just says, I'll take care of you, man. I will take care of you. I didn't look back. This is now when you entered completely into gospel ministry. 100. 100. I have no radio show. You have so, no gig. I have no gig. <laughs> so I took a while. Um, it disturbed me. I was like, I don't know why this guy stopped the radio show. So I tried to reach out to Leo. Nothing. And at first, the first month, it didn't happen. Then my friend Richie, Richard was one of the producers at uh, Family. He organized for me to have a meeting with Leo. And basically, I told, I told Richie, listen, you guys don't have to pay me to do this thing. Just give me Saturday night. Give me three hours on Saturday night from 9 p.m. to midnight. I just want to reach out to young people using music. So Richie talked to Leo, they called me for a meeting. Free, free radio show, man. Hold on. Hi, Moz. This is too much <laughs> for my heart. <laughs> so, you've just been fired by these guys. Yep. And the grounds for firing you are even just off. There's no reason given. Yes. Uh, then number two, you are then going back to them and you're telling them, listen guys, me, I'm not on this registration. My core is, is to reach young guys. That's what my, the mandate God has given me. Number three, you've just left the your financial stability mm-hmm. of JKs and all of these other things. Mm-hmm. So now you start a gig that is not even paying you. Nope. Mission first. Mission. As in, I don't even know. I have no idea what is going through my head. In fact, you even go back to the people who've... Yep. But they accepted. They accept. You know, I don't know what Richie did. Um, but he was like, Moses, just listen, man. You know, these guys are not... Let me not get into it. So Richie basically no, made no. it... He made just, it did, okay. did, no, I'm not, I'm not asking uh-huh. to get into the details for Udaku. Mm-hmm. But what details can you share? Because there are guys who are going through that now. I mean, the, it had... I was given some parameters to operate within. The kind of music you can play? Yes. The kind of artist that you can play? Yes. You know, but I I think I just wanted in. <laughs> <laughs> but my passion, my driving was, like I told you, I knew my job was to go and reach out to guys and bring them to the faith. Mm-hmm. Reach out to non-believers and bring them to the faith. And this was a great platform and a great opportunity to do this. Mm. So, Kubamba, we started in August of 2000 as a Saturday night show. So I didn't have a weekday show. It was just a Saturday night show from 9 to midnight. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. 
Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. And this was a great platform and a great opportunity to do this. Mm. So, Kubamba, we started in August of 2000 as a Saturday night show. So I didn't have a weekday show. It was just a Saturday night show from 9 to midnight. Yo. And <laughs> amazing things, amazing things happen, man. I are you still alone? I'm still alone. You are Kubamba. I'm Kubamba. <laughs> I carry everything, carry the decks. I hated the sound in the studio. So I used to go now with my monitors mm, mm, mm. and my amplifier. And oomph the place, man. Their days used to be so loud, everything blacks out in this. <laughs> everything goes off. Because of the power that's being mm, consumed. Yeah, yeah. But it was such a rewarding experience. Did you feel the fruits of being oh, there? Calls, man. phone calls. That was the perfect thing. Time. People for young calling, guys. young people calling. Hey man, this is so and so. I want to say we love what it is that you're doing. We're here with the, as a whole crew. Many guys, Bana. Young people calling, giving their lives to Christ. There was nothing as more rewarding as that. Because I would do an altar call with every show. And altar call with every show, man. And guys used to give their life to Christ and be like, if you've given your life to Christ, go ahead and let us know. Let us be in you yourself and me myself. I think I, I think Judy Steele was there to oh, help yes, me out, yes, you know. Yes. Uh, but she never used to talk. So just give us a shout. Give us a shout. Let us know. Let us know. It was it was rewarding, man. Rewarding. Nothing. There's no finances that can be as rewarding as that. How are you eating? Are you getting side gigs, weddings? So, the good thing is my mom didn't live far away from where I, uh-huh. so from oh. where I was. So financially, I got a hit. And you know, my sister probably thought I was crazy because now we lost all finances. Uh, but she never gave me grief about not telling Your her decision. I was going to stop being a secular DJ. Mm-hmm. She didn't. She didn't. She never raised it with me even one day. She may not have understood it, but she trusted your work. I think she did. She did, man. 100. So, so here we are, and August two thousand. August, August two thousand. We start this thing. It's growing. It's growing. Then now I finally get to meet Olova. We become we become tight now. Olova is a dance crew, so they're happy. They've always wanted to have a DJ. So we start doing missions together. But something else that was happening at this exact time was there was some young DJ who'd just given his life to Jesus. And at this point, the whole concept of a gospel DJ was still non-existent. <laughs> and he was like, listen, I'm a DJ. I've been playing secular music for as long as I can remember. Well, he'd been playing for a few years. And he's like, I've given my life to Jesus. And now I need to play gospel music, but I don't have a source. But then he heard about this guy called Oscar, who was the source of all this gospel music, because every couple of months he'd receive a dozen to a couple dozen CDs of all the new music. So this dude shows up to rehearsal once and I shake his hand and he's like uh, and I'm like hey Mugash and I'm like ah Mose and I'm like cool. And as Olova continued growing we realized that we needed a DJ to go around with us to mix the music because our dance sequences were becoming longer and longer and we weren't restricting them to one song anymore. Mm-hmm. So from going to one choreography to one song, we're like, wait, we can use this same choreography on 
15 other songs. <laughs> so why don't we just have a DJ who'll play music and we'll call out to each other, let's do this sequence. And we'll do this sequence, this sequence, this sequence. And then have, we'll do yeah, leadership yeah, exercises yeah, yeah, yeah. where whoever was at the front, we, we, we became such a tight, tight machine that whoever was at the front would pick up one move and we knew, oh, that's the move we're doing. And we'd, you know, do our moves like that. <laughs> and that meant we could have a DJ playing from what we had was like four minutes and you could have a DJ playing for 15 minutes and the music wouldn't stop. And this DJ was this young dude who had just gotten saved who wanted to become a gospel DJ and he had the desire and the skills and the equipment. Oscar had the music. So like, then why don't we start working together? Cool. So they started acting under all over with this young DJ who happened to be DJ Moe's. <laughs> and that was the origin of DJ Moe's. <laughs> And where would you go, for example, missions? So missions. What is missions at that time? So missions all over had inroads to schools. And so the very first mission that I went with them for was to Alliance Girls. And the door was opened by a good friend of ours called Peter Airo, mm. who's still there till today. And we are still friends till today. today. So oh, is it now 2001 or still? This is 2000, man. Still 2000. This is 2000. So in this mission that we go to Alliance Girls, uh, we go to Tao, and this guy comes and says, hey, you may not know me, man, but I like what it is that you're doing, and we're going for this mission together. You know who this dude is? Njigush. Njigush. <laughs> <laughs> it was so, oh, man. It's, so it's amazing how God connects the dots. And so that December, this was actually towards the end of the year, because... Um, I think it was that December that uh, Jugush started co-hosting with me, Kubamba. And it was just a coincidence how he went on air. Because he was not supposed to go on air without the permission of the station manager mm -hmm. or the producer. He just stumbled into it. I was like, I... It was so weird. As, I was like, you know, Jugush, you know, just... I don't even know what the conversations <laughs> were like, but I was like, you guys, just go on air on the microphone. It actually feels good to have someone with me in the studio. And Jugush is one of the most gifted people, personalities, friendliest people I've ever come across. <laughs> this is when you got your first partner for this Kubamba. This is I got my first partner is Kubamba. And how Jugush they come into the studio was because, hey Baraka, that's my son, man. Uh, so how Jugush they come into the studio was, he, I just joined Daystar University to study communication. He was like, Mose, listen, I've just joined Daystar University to, start, to study communication. Is it okay if I just help you carry your things upstairs? Mm. Whenever you go to the studio, let me help you set up. So, Jugush was my hands-on jama, carrying mm. my decks and things That's like that. That's your KYM. Basically. <laughs> yes. But he was also my good friend. We became very good friends. But also, again, his ask opened up opportunities for him. One if, if, if you know that's such a lesson there. If you're not willing to start with whatever, mm -hmm. look at it now. You need your partners. And the things that we've been able to do together. I will we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. I don't even want to rush this story. So you guys, all over. Mm -hmm. How is it going to schools now? Because so now, now this is new. This is you as a DJ before you're not going to school. No. So finally now I have an opportunity to go for a mission. These same guys that we've been connecting with on radio, finally a reality now. We can be with them where they are mm -hmm. in school. 
because I think the question we always ask ourselves was how do we how do we get to where the young people are? Mm -hmm. And so the natural place was in the high schools. Yep. So an opportunity now has come for us to go to Bush Girls. So we went to Bush Girls during their challenge weekend. We were given a Saturday. So we went had breakout sessions. This is all new to me now. I've never been in this space. <laughs> yeah, so we go to Bush You are not in CU and you are in uh, high I school. I never <laughs> wanted anything to do with guys of CU. They were church guys. <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't help that our head boy was the chairman of CU. <laughs> and this girl was like, at the end. Anyway, we ended up going to the same church at Mamla. <laughs> so we we go to Mam we go to Bush Girls. And now, you know, I'm seeing a whole different way of doing ministry. So the girls are divided into small groups. You know, all over had both Jamas and chicks, mm -hmm. all very fresh, very vibrant. Mm -hmm. All topies. Tell us some of the people who are there. Huh? Some of oh, the so there was uh, Dan together with his brother Ian. Ian was on one of the judges of Sakata. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, there's the Mugash. Mugash, this Mugash was a big actor. Have you uh, something with Mugash? Yeah, but he, in fact, he talks about all over. Dude, Mugash was there. Uh, the lady called Joyce. There's Linda. Il Kanye. Kanye. Call her Kanye West. Kanye. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think her hood was in Nairobi West. But so there's Kanye. Uh, there's Sophie. Um, oh man, there were so many, bro. So, so many. All, all over. Sorry, guys, if I've forgotten yeah, your name. Uh, you know. you're, this was 2000. <laughs> this was part of the moment, man. <laughs> so, but then give me an ex Give me. Uh, this is 20 years ago. This is 20 years ago. Yo. Dance groups. What You know, now we have a thousand dance groups. We have dance competitions. This is like the first gospel dance crew. <laughs> this, there are many fasts for gospel at this time. This, from a youth culture perspective. Yes, from a youth culture. They dance to hip hop, coming up with brand new moves. These guys used to go to Aboretum every day, every weekday, faithfully, Kopigatizi. And there was no gig at the end of it. <laughs> I have no idea where they used to get their energy. But probably, maybe. Maybe this to go for missions, but you know, my first experience with them to go for a mission was at Bush Girls. Uh -huh. And so when we were there, I saw the girls being divided in small groups. And so basically in the small groups, they were asking questions and answering questions, you know. Uh, and in the afternoon when we went to DJ, there was a power blackout. <laughs> so I couldn't even DJ Ivana. And that happened like three times in a row whenever I went back to Alliance Girls. Yeah. But for Lova, think about it this way. I'm there now with my sound system. So we have a sound system, they have a DJ. You know, we have rehearsal sets so they know what music is going to mm. come. Turn the upper, turn the upper, turn the upper, turn the upper. So we'd all set, do the, the knee together. It was all the set together for how the songs are going mm -hmm. to flow. You get. So, and then we don't have power. <laughs> but these guys, they didn't care that they didn't have power. One of the guys would play a keyboard and the guys would do the same routines and we still share the gospel and students would still give their life to Christ. Because that was the aim. And then that, was, that was what was taken, that that's what took us to the school. So that happened. Then we went to a couple of other schools, like private schools like this. I think private schools were very open to having, yeah. having us there. So at this time, Kenyan system schools, one, this was new for them. This is new for them. They're not as open as it is right now when everybody's doing missions. No. But you know who one of the people who I got to meet in the high school missions whenever we went there? Mm -hmm. And Nimboro's wife, Bella. Bella. Where was Bella? So Bella was in a private school in South Bia. I can't remember what it was called. Mm -hmm. That's the first time that I met her. And then she came and she was part of Volova. Mm-hmm. So, and Bella, you know, we became very good friends, man. 
and That's Andy. Big you shout out to up. you, man. I met, you, may, you introduced me to Bella when when Chilege at the village. Yes. <laughs> she just flown back in. So let's let's I'm trying to understand youth ministry at this time because youth ministry is something that people do now. Yeah. So even when you've talked about breakout groups, I'm like breakout groups during when it's not just music playing all the time. This is and this is in 2000 and was very effective, man. It was effective now to the schools. It I mean even to the young guys. Even to, very because now we can uh, see don't talk about life. Uh-huh. So you 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 are you are your sessions weren't just music playing and dancing. No. The opportunities of the word, would you go with the pastor? Yes. Or it was you young guys. It was us guys. Young guys ministering Our to young men guys. All over had very fresh guys who I mean Akina Mugash and Akina Ian and Oscar, they could all break down the word very simply for people to be able to understand. Even the girls Akina Kanye, mm-hmm. you know, Akina Sophie, they would all break it down in such an easy way for guys to be for the students to be able to understand it. Eh? And it wasn't by, you know, the ones for Bible thumping, no. Yes. It was just simple, practical application of scripture. Um, Oscar did, was determined that we wouldn't go in a similar direction, that mm-hmm. we wouldn't fall off the gospel path. So... So there was a lot of ministry too. The dance came second, ministry was first. I hear it. Yeah, ministry was the first thing. That's crazy, that's your core. Yeah. Your core wasn't to go there to just entertain and sell CDs. Nah. <laughs> we didn't even have CDs to sell. That's not with you. <laughs> Don't get me to drama. <laughs> so, it's peddling his CDs. Close your eyes. I'll show you something, man. Yeah, but 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 even even how I started doing that was was crazy. I started by giving people who would cry in the audience. The reason yes. why I, that's why I would give CDs. Yeah, man. So the reason why I started selling CDs is because guys would be like, "Listen, I'll pay fifty bob for it." I'm like, "What do you mean you're going to pay?" So I always, my performance CD, remember, I'd always come and tell you, give me my performance yes, CD. Yeah. And I would remember yes, that this person yes, was crying that, yeah. when I was performing, yeah. and I'd give them. Because you do dope jams, like close your eyes. And, and that's even where singles came. Because singles came. Yeah. You introduced singles. Yeah. Yes, because because when I was on stage, guys would be crying. And I didn't have money. So I'd give the one who's crying. And then I said, I would have bought that for 50 bob. So I said, okay. Uh, if these guys can give me many 50 bobs, those are emissions I can buy, put a sticker. Oh yeah. And just put close your eyes. Anyway, back to you. Mm-hmm. I want I want us to just touch a little bit about this high school ministry. Mm-hmm. Where did you guys have money to go to these schools? I have I, I don't even know how how it happened, bro. Because now you go to a place where I didn't have tunes. I don't even know how Olova would do it, but I'd see Timo. I did like now as you're talking, I can see Timo from Olova coming with like a small blue car. Probably it was Akina. It was not Akina Bellas. It was Akina. Uh, one boy's small ride, like a blue one, coming to pick me up from Feather. I'd moved from Kangemi now to go to Feather. Uh, that's a story for another day. Went to they come pick me up from Feather with the sound system. Dude, this is like a Daihatsu charade. Those two small ones. <laughs> yes. It has to carry this huge subwoofer, two tops, the deck inside, and dudes inside still. <laughs> go for the missions. You know, um, but I don't know how I don't know how the, the resources came because I didn't have money at that time. I could not contribute to making the missions happen. Remember, I'm working on radio, but I'm not getting anything mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Uh, I think I had to rely on on my uh, you know my Your parents quite some to come yeah. through uh, for you know to give me tunes so I can go ahead and meet my rent and things like that. But you still want to just go and spread the gospel, ah, bro? Those not those not Plan B. God said I'll take care of you, man. So whether it meant you know, I wouldn't have cash, but I have a place to sleep. I have clothes to wear. I have food to eat. 
have a roof over my head. We had a nice four bedroom house in, in Feather Estate, man, with an SQ and a compound. Yo. Dude, there was no month I went without paying rent. But there was days that you had no money. But I still had food. But you still had food I and you had, had the food. shelter. Yeah. So he provided, he, he just didn't give you cash. He just didn't give me cash. He'd provide clothes for in some of the most interesting ways. One time Kanji and Milele came into the country and we did a gig together uh, with Milele at that time. They were so fresh. Everyone, yani, it was like the boy band in the gospel circles, man. So it was just them and uh, a group called uh, uh, this guys for Okelia Moko. Sita. No, Okelia Moko. Okelia. The name just slipped my hand, my mind. I'll tell you, like in RK had a group. Yes, Shama. Shama, that's it. So they were the only two groups that we had at that time. You know, Sita was there, but you know, I think they were still in college, if I'm not wrong. Um, but Shama and Milelo were like the two biggest groups, man. So Kanji came in the country and man, he was like the funkiest dude. He had a ponytail right here. <laughs> and he had all these clothes, fat farms. And you know, fat, fat farm was like the in thing yep, at that time. Yep. Pele Pele. Pele Pele. <laughs> so before he left the country, after we did that gig, he was like, come, come to my house, man. And he gave me all his, all his clothes. What? They were all oversized, but we didn't care. <laughs> You go, you're wearing pink. <laughs> he gave me fat from kicks, fat Feel from us. top. You know, as in, he hooked me up a good one. Cabrera was another guy. Cabrera is in. Okay, in fact, let's talk about the introduction of this. I most, there's too much to your story, and even if it means we, we continue on our day, we will. But I don't want us to cut the process. Yeah. Because your journey is too important, it needs to be documented. Let, we can come up to Okina Cabrera. Okay, so 2000, and 2000, anything else that happens in 2000? So in 2000, I mean, basically, people started getting to appreciate the gospel music more. And um, it, stops being, it stopped being a novelty and became, okay, now we have gospel music for young guys. Yes. That is available, but it's only available from this time to this time. Just on, on Saturday station. nights. Yeah. On and, and you're FM. still getting your music from I'm still Oscars. Getting, Oscars. Yeah. So also get, I, but oh. then also tune in would start bringing in single, uh -huh, you know, like okay. a couple of more urban gospel and so I remember, I don't even know where I used to get the money from. This is, this is the crazy thing. Like I would go buy an album for 1200, they used to sell an album for 1200 shillings. An album for 1200 shillings. These ones that we are buying now for 200 shillings from guys here. So I'd go buy an album for 1200 shillings because of one R&B song. <laughs> one. Like I go sample the whole album on their Walkmans. Yes, yes. You know, listen to their Walkmans and sample. Go the Discmans. And be like, oh man, Tarelin Ramsey. She has this song over here. It's good because I it sounds dope and uh -huh. young people relate to it, so I'll buy it. Ah, Moz, what were you listening to I when you said, no, when you are, I love what you've just said, because now you're talking about the, the, the DJ aspect of playing a good song. Mm -hmm. We're talking technical here. Yeah. So what were you looking for in terms from a gospel perspective? Because there may be a gospel musician right now, mm -hmm. upcoming. What is it that you were looking for? that made you buy that one CD because of one song? Please not have come from a secular world. Mm -hmm. So the quality there is... Insane. Is insane. I just basically apply the same principles as a believer. Mm -hmm. So what will young people appreciate if we play for them? Let's listen to the beats first because the beats welcome you first. Mm -hmm. How is the production of the... How, how are the beats? Oh, the beats are catchy. Oh, that's dope, man. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's number one. Then the second one was now... How is the person who's 
how's the person singing does she mm. sound good or does she mm-hmm. sound good how's the rap is it the good or are they corny you know so that's what i used to look that's what i used to look at and then will young people connect with this jam yeah you know this is a dope jam and i think young people will appreciate it bana so go ahead and buy an album for one song 1200 <laughs> shillings and now you know all these young djs have come they'll just come with a hard disk <laughs> count the two terabyte hard disk and be like sinye kemziki yako hapa hivi <laughs> you've got you you umefanya wax was asante you know you see what i mean you see what i mean when i talk about sacrifice most it are you understanding what i'm saying so don't don't tell me you haven't sacrificed i hear you cuz i would i would not go spend that money on pizzas when i know that there's a cd i need because people need to hear this song man and i was okay with it man so most of this music the guys have to date It was music that a lot of sacrifice for for guys to for us to be able to get. Yo, thank you Moz man. Cuz that music has then gone to transform and touch people's oh, lives man. encourage them when they were low. And I'm not speaking about Christians, I'm saying people, human beings out Both there. Both Christians and unbelievers. Yeah. Um let's continue this story. We mm. imagine we only in 2000. That's why I'm like I have a feeling kuna venye. Okay. 2001. So 2001 a beautiful thing that happened for us was Jigush went to Metro FM just like that. And you and Jigush now have become have you oh, told him you know you're in Kubamba? We're by, we're by, we're doing the show together now. Okay, okay. You know, and people have said and even Oscar. So the three of us now, Oscar said come for the radio show as well. Mm. So now people say calling us the Kubamba crew. <laughs> K crew. K crew. They shortened it. It's not even us, the audience shortened. Hey, K crew man, we love what you guys are doing. And of course now Atagland was of course yeah we are representing Christ Jesus to, to the, the fullest. fullest no doubt no doubt <laughs> <laughs> so so it's dark man so guys they calling us the Kubamba crew the K crew so Njugush I think in January of 2001 after we did the gig with Milele he went to Metro FM January 2001 you did a gig with Milele not December in January 2001 uh huh because i remember crossing over as a as an unsaved guy mm-hmm. a gig it was sorry let me fast forward it it was 2002 aha uh-huh. so jugush must have become more of a regular in 2001 or now or now on kubamba, kubamba on, and on, Oscar as on well. family i had the confidence now of bringing them on uh-huh. cause i think i had already I mean the bosses they stopped paying attention to my show. Yes. You know and I was more focusing Richie is the one who'd call me accountable to what I'm doing with the radio show. And so Jugush and Oscar had the confidence of being able to put them on air more. You know after Jugush was there then it was easier for me to invite Oscar. Then people started calling us the Kubamba crew, K crew. So and uh, were you interviewing musicians at this time? I'm an, now I say interviewing musicians now. Who are some of those musicians? So Let's talk about those Dr. Kebisha. Julian Julian. <laughs> Julian together with Innovator had a group called Born Twice. <laughs> They were like the freshest crew around. So it was Julian Tim Rimbui, Julian Masharia, and then there was a chick in the group, MCLC. MCLC was in Born Twice. Yes. I never knew that. She did a cool jam called I'm a virgin virgin. I'm a virgin virgin virgin. Ding, she was ding. in that song. She did. She was the song. <laughs> Ha <laughs> Innovator and uh Julian Mashari yeah. yeah Tim oh, Bumbuy Julian Masharia great producers man And what about the other group that LC was in 
I don't know about the other group that LC was in, but With I remember Big Ted, both, all those all those guys you never knew them. No, because I was not a believer at that point. Oh, I, I was not in that space. So Big Ted come back home. I think you are home. <laughs> so okay, okay, what? So, so mm-hmm. okay, who, which, which other? So I remember oh, that man, Virgin, Virgin song. Search. If you're going to take me to another place, man. No, let's go there, man. So, because <laughs> I want us to understand local Kenyan music. So Bon Twice. So Bon Twice were there with great. So I finally got Bon Twice in Please 2000. tell me you have Virgin. I've looked for that song. I have it. Oh, so sweet. So, oh, so sweet. <laughs> so MCLC, uh, Julian and Tim Rumbui. So they're called Bon Twice. Great music, man. These are young people in their teens. They're producing their own music. Even though they're not getting platforms, I was very happy to start playing their music. In 2000, I think in one or maybe 2000 and two uh julian did a whole album it has a great song like million supus <laughs> it's like a million supus in the cbd and like a million supus that my eyes can see <laughs> <laughs> he used to call them lalez <laughs> we are, we are have not... chucked virgin at this time no 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 it's leading up okay, to okay, that okay. so julian like let's do an ep of of songs Yeah, there was a gospel radio station called Family I think I just opened then and then DJ Moses who've been meeting at events is the guy who's made head of radio so again relationships the guy you guys have been bumping with is now made the head of radio or whatever he meant to gush at family so that means we can put up whatever nonsense we want and we'll get onto radio that's when I found learned the importance of radio for distribution from performing at gigs guys knew now born twice right <laughs> and it's so funny like it was just and it wasn't that you a deal that was struck in a yes. temple at the, in the night it's just like you guys there's no gospel music happening I got Yo, this is twice. There's like a million supus in the CBD and like a million supus that my eyes can see. A million supus who would go out with me only a few supus with the man you see. A million supus in the CBD and like a million supus that my eyes can see. A million supus who would go out with me only a few supus with the man you see. I was chilling for a month three down at Ambassador. No stones in my pocket, not even a mega rider. I can't take the shuttle 'cause that's for Bobby. I feel like buying fries but I'm too far from the pass I decided to walk over to Kencom yeah. but I was distracted by this chick who was the bomb oh, I made to feel my eyes and I was swept I away it, it was love at first sight I had nothing oh, to say being the bondage that I am I took control of my I senses and I remembered I should flee from all of my tendencies before I looked away I saw another chick in oh, shirt of no, fugu jelly and deli sneakers from Nike immediately I saw her I knew she was the one the sparkle in her eyes was better than of the sun I was almost hit by a car while I was crossing the road too many chicks walking back couldn't handle the load from isich to dandoch guru to uhuru lavi to vali to three to eight b they come from everywhere to this nairobi and lord i'm crying out i wonder can you save me like a million supus in the cbd and like a million supus that my eyes can see a million supus who would go out with me only a few supus with the man you see a million supus in the cbd and like a million supus that my eyes can see a million supus who would go out with me only a few supus 
So anyway, man, um, it was very. So now is when Kenyan music, because you've got you're the only gospel youth show yep. in the country. Yep. So this is the first time now. The so musicians, musicians, of course, have a platform. The Capital FM is not playing you. No, the kids will never play no. you. They've they've told most. No. <laughs> so this is the first place they could play. We you. have young people doing gospel music. Pete released an album as well. I think it was called His Utmost. Mm. You know that had songs like. Is it? It's a new day. No, I think I don't. He he. Pete released an album that year. I'm going to have to go through my music man, yeah. to remember some of the songs that were there. Uh, you know, but for young people who are doing music, that's, mm. I mean, these mm. are teenagers as well. Yes, yeah. So it was quite something, man. I get it. So RK as well. Uh, I met RK and RK had a studio somewhere in town. So we started connecting and RK and I started bonding. We became tight. We became good friends, Banner. So RK started doing some of his music as well. Because RK was uh, now an up-and-coming up producer. Yep. Not even up-and-coming. He was producing. He was producing music. Mm. But people did not know him much. Because mm -hmm. there's no platform for them to hear the hits. No. no. Or even hear the music. No. Forget even hits. That time, Rafton was not even there. Henry Mutuku was not there. So we had very few artists. But there was, there was this underground movement that was coming up. You know, of guys who had a passion for the gospel but they were too hardcore in their flow these are hip-hop heads <laughs> you know but guys who like akina kigada kigs uh, oh yes kigs hey right now he's in a very i love the space that he's in yeah so so those kigs together with a couple of guys those um there was a guy called new child soul child soul child Brian soul child yeah uh, you know so in a soul child style coming up i love the song that soul child did with steve Ominde. yeah steve Ominde, you know? remember, yeah. so steve Ominde was all also there in the gospel music industry so basically in 2001 steve Ominde is the one who did the henry multuku nakuitaji uh, yes yes so in 2001 we started doing street bashes so i take my sound system and my decks and then i'd go with all these hip-hop mcs and then we go set up in a in a parking lot, like in Buru Shopping Center. We go set up over there and Sakit Manyake <laughs> was managing a pub. He'd give us power from his pub because Sakit was a believer before. Yes. In that group, what's that, that group, group called? What's it called again? That group, that group, you know oh, yourself. No, one, anyway, I remember the name of the group. So Sakit would give us power, electricity, you know, for us to set up in the streets in Buru. And start freestyling, man. So I would play instrumentals for from guys. your singles. From my no, yes, okay. from secular singles. Because <laughs> we didn't have sorry, because we didn't have any gospel instrumentals. Gospels, you're man. getting albums. You're not getting. There's yeah. no singles. You're there's getting no singles, man. So I'm playing Dr. Dre singles, Snoop Dogg singles for these guys. Instrumentals. Roots instrumentals. Yeah. yeah, roots instrumentals. And guys would flow to these tracks. Oh man. I'll hook you up with those instruments so you can go ahead and play them over here. So we play those tracks for these guys to start spitting. I love them as they guys would just come and surround us. Guys from the hood would just come and surround us, Bana. And through this, we'd stop the music and share the gospel, and guys would give their lives to Christ, Bana. Yo. This was crazy. This was 
totally sold out for Christ. Yes. Oh man. <laughs> those were those were dope foundational days. And I'm so grateful that we had that I went through a season where I didn't have cash but we had the opportunity to be able to share the gospel on platforms that many people would not have thought cuz this was a different kind of crusade mm. Mm. it was an urban crusade that's happening in the hood where young people are so we'd go to buru we'd go to madare in the ghetto together with the djj arosto was in a group called .com they were dancers and so the go djj now who from saudi awards yes in the state so djj was a dancer at that time and he was it was his hood he grew up in madare so together with his guys called.com you know they go look for a street in madare and again would make this weird stage just a makeshift stage from wood and you know um would close the entire street and the sound was good because we had subs and tops mm. and do the same thing packed packed street man i would share the gospel on that platform but the guys would come and dance all over would dance.com would dance so all over were the bougie kind because mm. we're doing hip hop yes, yes, and yes, r and yes. uh-huh. was there was there way to dot, i mean dot dot com, com. Dot com <laughs> i mean would go with such songs like yesu nakupenda yangu yote and show that lady regina modoni those are the songs that they used to do and they used to dress up with like funny tamis you know like uh, zangalewa band those guys mm. and people would love it man and they would share the gospel and guys would give their lives to Christ we went to westlands if you what i'm hearing you say the music was always the attraction for you to then share the gospel music is in our language music, music is, is our language richie mm-hmm. music is our language i mean we can't stand and say that we're the best preachers but the music was the hook music mm. is our language mm. and when we play music you know and so that's why I celebrate whenever we have such great musicians like Akina Kambu and mm. you know uh Akina Yunis Njeri uh man I miss Akina Kaleleta Katifu but that's a story for another day you know whenever we had these platforms Richie I mean it was amazing to see how music would draw people and give us the opportunity to share the gospel mm. so one time we went to Westy to do the first street bash gospel street bash The simplest way you were at the GKs now you're the back into place. that in <laughs> fact that was what was going through my mind I was like man I used to mix in this place over here JKs now finally man I'm going back to the same streets to do a gig in a parking lot and the parking lot was in Westlands next to Soin Arcade mm. so they gave us a whole parking man and that sound system that we used for Nairobi 2000 is what we were given to set up what that was some heavy sound system oh, some great sound system and this is where i met guys like votaries who were still in high school at that point um brand king faster brand king they're not even done emoji <laughs> but they were great they were acapella. great acapella group mm-hmm. so man that was a good era so so we're talking about 2000 2001 2002 now yeah Now in 2002 this is now 2001 now we started going beyond the schools because we're still doing schools if we did five schools a year that was a great year man hey lord me this year we've worked hard man been <laughs> five schools yeah. that's dope man so in 2002 is when to go is when we did there was no gig to usher in the new year 
and that's when Akina Kev came and they did their New Year's gig at Parklands Baptist. Mm-hmm. 2002. 2000 and, it was 2001 getting into 2002. But let me ask you, I have this memory. There was I had an option of going for a Shaggy concert. Mm. But after G21, I didn't go for that Shaggy concert. I went to Nyayo Stadium. So that Nyayo Stadium was after G21. Yes. So we did G21 at um it was a camp that was ha- that happened at uh, in Rongai yes, at Multimedia University. Yeah. Yep. Remember? Yes. So there was that camp and that was like the uh, best epic ever in our country i don't care what people say this camp had like a thousand teenagers yep and it was fantastic and well organized bana and um after it ended on december 30th on 31st we all congregated at nyayo stadium and what year was that 2000 that was 2000 2000 into 2001 yes it was 2000 into 2001 Mm. so i went to uni in 2001 yes we in january now january 5th we did a gig or january 3rd january 5th we did a gig with milele first of all even before we entered 2002 tell people about that g21 gig oh man because it was transformative transformative the end and i made some of my best friends at that time and again goi was there and i remember seeing guys dancing were the guys dancing now all over yes all over were they there dancing dance. oh those guys were crazy 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 what is the routines were so kujanazo saizi where they all copy each other those guys they would go down on their knees and come up with such fresh dance moves man mm. such fresh dance moves and that camp was for five days and we have a thousand young people great energy great guys who are coming to speak about the faith we have believers and unbelievers we didn't have publicity akina go came up with an idea they said all these kids from bapo and these are the churches call these radio stations and just say hey man you know we're here and we're saying we're going for g21 camp so the kids made noise on radio stations about the camp g21 so radio stations started asking what's this g21 thing that's happening <laughs> you guys are insane I mean it was like a takeover on guys it was like forced publicity because no presenters were like what's this G21 thing that's happening so they started talking about it the place had a thousand teenagers that's where I met Kaberere I was one of the teenagers in that thing oh wow and, and, I, and 18 t- days later I was headed to uni to begin my university oh wow but you know what who made me come for that gig no I was a producer at the time and I was producing for a group called Jahim and in Jahim there's Jal. a guy called Jali Manuel Jal and that's where I met Jal <laughs> yes at that G21 conference that's insane this world is looking back you are uh, a producer it uh, that's that I came for that gig because of Emmanuel Jal I actually gave my life to Christ that gig then I disappeared after but at that gig I remember what made me say on thas- on, on I'm not going to Shaggy concert because mm-hmm. I, I bought a CD I bought two CDs one had It's a new day that's mm. why I said Peter Dere it's a new day yeah. and another one was a group called Milele Yes forever forever and I was like this is the and the production was hey. quality they had Sonjolama they, they had, had a, Milele yes. ding, 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 ding. But they had another nice slow song that I used to like. But so G21 was also your introduction into this. I thought this was normal. This no, was a normal dude. in the Christian circles. Dude, I'm here just a year in the faith. <laughs> I was just one year, three months in the faith, Bana. 
So, in fact, all these guys, actually didn't know most of those guys. I just knew guys of all over. They're the only guys I knew. That is insane. And going because I'd met him now. Yes. But the rest of the guys were all foreigners to me. Okay. But I made some solid friendships at that time. Oh, that, in this season now? In that, at that camp. Oh, at that camp at itself. At that camp, I made some solid, solid friends. Solid friends, Bana. Like who? So, like... You said Kaberere. Kaberere. Okay, tell us about... That's where I met Kaberere. Were they Joksi? They were... That time, I didn't know about Joksi. So, I met Kaberere. Kaberere was always easygoing, Yani. And now, because he would talk to anyone, including a tree. <laughs> yes. Kaberere came and, man, he's just a likable person, yep. Bana. He was in high school spirit. at that time. What? He was in high school. I think he was just going into Form 4. Mm. He was in Form 3 going into Form 4. Man, we just bonded and we became boys. And neighbors later on. No? Yeah, much later, 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 much, on, later yeah, yeah. much later neighbors. So I met Kaberere. And then Kaberere told me, you know, Japan, I was like, what do you mean? These are the same guys you keep telling. <laughs> same story, Maze. You know, same script, different cast. So he told me, you know, yeah, Sisi, me, Sin was a neighbor. I group more than it was to chopo. I was like, well, this was to chopo. Come with the guys from Dandora now. Akina Lena. And uh, so it was him, Lena, and Newvine. So during that time, I don't know if they got an opportunity to perform. Newvine is that is the third member of Joxy. The, the one member everyone of... forgets the yes. name. <laughs> There's a comment I've been seeing. Who is this third member of Joxy? <laughs> Thank you for telling me his name. His name is Newvine. So the following year now is when I actually got to meet the whole Joxy. So before that, that day they performed, but they I don't didn't even know if they performed. I can't remember them performing. Yeah, but this is so. So this is though when you met. That's when I met Kaberere. I don't remember meeting Lena at that time. I don't remember meeting Newvine at that time. But I remember meeting two people through Kaberere. First was Kaberere, and then there's Nancy Kihenia. Mm -hmm. Oh yes, yeah. Because we're both in Agakan High School, and they were great friends. Mm -hmm. So, and I remember I used to give Kaberere such a hard time. I was like, Luka, why don't you just date Nancy Kihenia? <laughs> no, she's my sister. I'm like, what do you mean, man? You guys, you both get along so well, but Kaberere had clear boundaries. Yeah. Oh, man, I respected that guy, man. All this happening at G21. All this happening at G21. And then now, what I want to just touch a bit on is G21 ends this amazing five-day camp. Like, just think about that. We never, we've never been able to pull it off again. That's actually, that's what I'm saying. I thought this was normal and I've never, never seen it again. It was the first and the last. And then after that, mm. there was this amazing concert at Nyayo Stadium. Yep. But that concert was not as big as, yeah, yeah, as yeah, the one for the year before. But it was still a great experience. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And man, I remember being cold that night. <laughs> now you're the DJ there. I'm the I DJ mean, there. No other DJ at this I'm time. the DJ there. And I remember I made one of my dumb, dumbest moves that was actually a game changer for my life. Because I don't know, I'd actually gotten a gig. And Othoro had given me a gig that December. Mm -hmm. She gave me a wedding for one of her friends. And so basically what happened was, uh, when she, during that gig, they paid me well. They paid me well for the wedding. The wedding was at Yacenta. I was like, man, Christians know how to do good weddings, man. <laughs> so she gave me the gig. They paid me well. And because New Year's Eve was coming, so... I went and splashed three G's on a pair of boots to wear on December 31st. <laughs> Some Timberlands that were blue. Hey, sweetheart, how are you? So, and the reason why I'm saying 
it was such an i open i was like i'll never do this thing again because you don't have much money but mm-hmm. because you want to please people you go and spend all your money on clothes mm-hmm. and then you broke the rest of the time mm. so because i went and spent 3 g's on these kicks i was like ili wafunzo kwangu and i have a shoe fetish with the rg my wife will testify she's like yeah um but the thing was i was like that was that was not wise mm-hmm. i'm a dj mm-hmm. so i don't even have time on stage i'm behind the deck desk most of the time so guys don't even get to see these cool kicks that i'm wearing that's really yeah so but basically what happened was g21 doing the last event on that new year's eve was an anticlimax in the gospel circle mm. because there's nothing else but that's where kev and dj josh came in with more sound to do jc's groove, groove. the next year yeah okay so now we enter 2002 the because this this gig was december 2002 yes so 2001 goes on 2002 now uh, you've, you've given us a bit of the history about this yeah so what happens now jugu starts a show on 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 Okay no 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 it's okay it's okay. Oh we need to finish. Nikona show on it. Sense ngapi? This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. <laughs>